forever. <laughs> Dog. Manila. The trees growing out. I'm feeling extra glamorous tonight. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> Welcome to the Chop with Latrice and Manila. Where we, uh, oh, nothing. We, okay. I forgot what I was supposed to say. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Gonna be that kind of week, girl. It is. It is. <laughs> oh my goodness! How was your Thanksgiving? Um, it was plentiful. Plentiful. Uh, yes, I, it was. Um, I don't usually do Thanksgiving like my place. I usually go to like my family's, but you know it's a pandemic, so we stayed home. But we did, I, I, I had have my traditional foods that I am used to eating on Thanksgiving, so I decided that we were going to make it all. We're going to make it all. Yay! Mm-hmm. I'm got... glad to hear that. Mm-hmm. So, what is all? What does that mean? I want to hear the list, bitch. Michael made a turkey, which he has seasoned days before. That was delicious. Uh, he read online, even from Martha Stewart, that, you, that you're going to turn it so the breasts are down. So, sh- the turkey lays not on its back, but on its titties to keep the moisture in the that breast. That makes sense. Yes. Not as pretty looking... <laughs> You put it on the table, but... <laughs> we were talking about taste. But about the taste, yes. Um, and we had the mashed potatoes. Mm, the gravy made from the drippings. Mm, I made uh, candied yams. I, didn't, I used to make it from the can, but we did have the real thing, so we figured yes. that out real quick. Um, uh, what else did I have? Oh, it's st- stuffing. Not your stuffing. Uh, okay. My, my dad's recipe of stuffing. Okay. And um, some, oh, good old green bean casserole. Yes. You gotta have some green bean casserole. (laughs) Oh, and then Michael made a lasagna because that's what his family always does during the holidays. They make a lasagna. Mm -hmm. Okay. So just the two of you? Um, We had one of our friends that, you know, we've, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we had them come Uh, over. Well, good. I mean, that sounds delicious. I'm impressed. Yay for cooking, y'all. Y'all better do it. See, like, we were, um, we weren't sure what we were going to do. And then it was like, okay, well, we have, um, we have a group of, well, they're our chosen family that we have been the only ones that I've seen during this quarantine. We're the only one, like, that's it. Um, so we had them over, but, uh, yeah, me and my friends, uh, uh, David and Kira, we 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 put the cooking down, honey. Um, I stayed up all night with the turkey because I put it in the night before because I wanted to slow cook it. Oh, oh yeah. And so oh, what temperature I, do you put it at to like so she don't burn? Two twenty-five. Oh, so she's like real low. Oh, so slow. she's tender. Yeah, baby, falling off the bone. So I did a garlic herb lemon pepper turkey. 
Oh, oh, she's fancy. Oh, yeah. Well, girl, you like gotta get up in there. If you want a really tender bitch, you gotta get your hands up in places with that bird that you didn't even know the bird had. And so I was all up in there with that garlic herb butter that I had made. And so I stuffed the turkey, you know, all up under the skin in between the breasts and stuff. So it all, when it melts, all the, the flavor goes down into the. Into the soaks into the meat, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then of course I'm you know marinated with then seasoned it with my lemon, you know, all my herbs and lemon pepper. Baby, that turkey was so oh so good. So anyway, we had turkey, honey baked ham, candy yams, greens, green beans. Uh, my friend Kira made a seafood dressing, so. We had lobster and shrimp and crab meat in the dressing. And oh, well, damn. That sounds good. Well, it what happened to your amazing. cornbread? What happened to your cornbread it's, stuff? It's, it is cornbread dressing. It's the same. Instead of using uh, chicken, I use, usually use chicken thighs um, with the, for the meat inside my dressing. We use seafood instead. So, yeah, it's the same process. Still have your green onions, celery, all that stuff, peppers and onions, seasoning and all that. But it's, it's yeah. So, so. Oh, I used the yeah. giblets. Oh, you did cook the giblets? I cooked the giblets. I, I actually really love... I, I, I find yeah. that very fun. Like, use all the parts, honey. Yeah, um, I got my neck in the freezer because, you know, you, that's good for, you know, like, you know, you want to take, you know, make some green beans or some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that was that was really neck. fun, like, mm-hmm. picking the bones off that neck. Mm-hmm. I just felt like, a, like some carnivorous animal, like, tearing the flesh off yeah. of the bones. Yeah, if you... If you're vegan listening to this right now, I'm sorry <laughs> so about your sorry. life because we are not that. And so, no, not at all, bitch. <laughs> I we, I appreciate vegan food for what it is, but like I like taste of animals. Did you have dessert? Um, that's the one thing that we forgot. But our friend like went on uh, DoorDash and found a place that delivered some cookies. Oh, but that's cute. So we had like pumpkin, like some gourmet cookies delivered to the house. Well, that's, that'll, I'll take a cookie. But bitch, we had apple pie, pumpkin pie, pecan pie, seven up cake. Oh, oh damn. my God. Oh, yeah. My, my friend hooked it up. David, he cooked the house down. He baked, honey. He got into baking during the quarantine. And bitch, now she is what? Betty Crocker. <laughs> Betty Crocker. That is that's that's the way to go, girl. Like, um yeah, I, I just figured that like um I would be full by the time I got to the pie. Cause that's always my thing. I, I always like oh, we're gonna have pecan pie, pumpkin pie, apple pie. And then when we get we finally get to the pies, I'm just like, oh, I'm so stuffed. Like, okay. I, I, I already <laughs> got the, the sweet out because I had the marshmallows on top of my um, candy yams. Oh uh, my candy yams. Uh-huh. So I, and, and then the and then my my cranberry sauce that comes in the in the shape of a can. That same. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is. I, I, part I of don't me want thinks, the other stuff. Part of me thinks it's disgusting, but part of me just fucking loves it because it's just I'm so used to it. I, as a child growing up, the the thing that I loved about the cranberry sauce was that it was in the shape of a can. I, it wasn't even the taste of it. It's just the fact that it was shaped like the can. I just loved the idea of it as a kid, and it's just. You know, like now I like I can't not have it. But my grandmother was still alive. She would always she would always make cranberry sauce from scratch. Yeah. But she knew she had to have that stupid can shaped jelly cranberry from the grocery store 
because I liked that, you know? So I guess that kind of just established my, my love for this like <laughs> random canned I mean, good. I the same way. <laughs> so I always feel like I get that sweet part out of the way, like with the meals. So like by the time I'm like, get to the dessert, you should, I, I mean, we still ate dessert. I still had coffee. We still had seconds. It. We still ate the house down. I'm, I'm still bloated. <laughs> I woke Bitch, up and I was I, like, Oh my God. I, yeah, I, I couldn't eat as much as I wanted to eat because I guess, I don't know. My stomach has started to shrink a little bit. I can't eat as much as I used to. So, bitch, but I sure was trying. I was trying real, real hard, but I had to take a break. I couldn't even eat all my dessert. I had to take a break on my dessert and come back to it, honey, but I got it done. Trust me. <laughs> it took a little bit longer, but we got it yeah, done. Yeah, we got it done, honey. You know, we'll shift a few things. Play a little Tetris in your intestines, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Figure out how to get all of them, all that dessert down. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's like the way to do it. Because like, um, back back when I was living in New York City and I would go to my, my Filipino family's uh, Thanksgiving, they would go all out because like every, first of all, everyone was invited and everyone would bring two or three dishes. So there'd be more food than table. You know, my Filipino, okay. My, I grew up like where we all kind of like, you know, put the nice plates down and the fat for yeah, napkins and the, the candle sticks mm. or whatever. But then when I moved up to New York city, and I started going to my Filipino family. We had so much food that we couldn't even sit at the table because the food was just on the table. All over the table. So yeah. we are like sitting on a sofa, sitting on the with floor plates. with plates, <laughs> multiple plates, juggling. Uh, so, <laughs> so like there's that. So the trick is that you have to, you have to train yourself before you go to uh, Thanksgiving. You got to stretch out that stomach a little <laughs> I bit. I guess, but that's how you gain the weight before Thanksgiving that you're going to have to try to work off after Thanksgiving. So I, I can't be doing no training sessions. <laughs> well, you could do it. skinny bitches can afford to do some training sessions. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you do what the um, the competitive hot dog eaters do. <laughs> what they do bef- the night before they have to eat the, all the hot dogs, they just eat huge quantities of grapes because it's mostly just water weight but it kind of stretches out the stomach, but without leaving like all the food in the intestines. So the the next, yeah, just eat a whole bunch of grapes so that it stretches your stomach out. And then like, you know, but it's, it's mostly just water and, you know, grape flesh, I guess. (laughs) Grape juice. Yeah. Grape juice. So (laughs) next for Christmas, for Christmas, eat a bunch of grapes. So would watermelon you, do the same trick? I, I would assume like any like, you know, kind of fruit that's, you know, mostly water, I think would be like a good thing to. Yeah. Watermelon's a little bit harder to come by in December. Uh, you, so, not in Florida, but you're right. <laughs> it's true. No, you can go to the grocery store and buy yourself a watermelon, but does it taste, taste good? good? No. It's, no. Mm. It's going to be all pale in the middle. It's, no, it's the worst really when you cut it. into a... 
a not so good, you know it's going to be bad watermelon before you even taste it. Ugh, girl. Uh, well, it's almost time for Christmas because we got Thanksgiving and Halloween off the way. So yep, we're going to have time. some. Uh, yeah. The Christmas tree is up. I'm going to find out if you have a Christmas tree right after this break, Latrice. All right. And we're back! (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Thanksgiving is over. The, you know, the orange and yellow, you know, fall autumn decorations are 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 done with now is the tree up the tree is up she's up and like actually more than we've done more than ever like uh i had my best judy you know tim he came over and decorated my house and uh because we used to work together in the department store as visual for bernine's macy's and so uh we used to you know that's fully deck do. out the department out the store deck for out the park. Yeah. So this is a walk in the park for y'all. Pretty much. Because, like, he really did come over and just were in an auto mode. And, like, we left him alone. I was cooking and he was just throwing shit up and taking shit out of boxes, glitter everywhere, you know. But, uh, yeah, he just tried to get it, to try to get it some semblance of decorated for Thanksgiving because I didn't want it to be, like, nothing. And so, uh, yeah, it looks really lovely. We got a, like, 10-foot tree, I guess. It's a 10-foot tree. Yeah, it's pretty big, but we got her girthy, so she's real wide at the bottom. She got the big bottom. (laughs) Takes up a lot of space. I live. That means there's more room underneath the tree for more presents. Nope. What? What do you mean, no? You're not getting presents? presents? My presence is your presence. Ah. See? See how that works? I mean, I See? guess so. Yeah, girl, what, 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 what are we buying? Yeah, that's the truth. Is like that's why probably every Christmas is I'm like, uh, I if I wanted it, I would have bought it for myself and already. If I if I didn't buy it for myself, it's too expensive, and I, I know I'm not gonna bother asking you to buy this expensive thing for me. So I'm just gonna be like, I'm gonna keep it cute. I'm gonna keep it cute. Yeah. So you, I like. Are you gift-giving? Because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. That's not... I'm not participating in that part of it. Like, that's not really what... It's a tradition and, like, all that. But this is our new home, and we're going to find new traditions because I don't think that, you know, spending a lot of money and going in debt is the Christmas spirit at all. You're just going to be mad afterwards. So... Besides no one, I haven't seen nobody. I don't feel that close to nobody where I feel like I need to get you something. I don't want nothing from you. Don't expect nothing from me. A card would be cute. I could be like that and do like a traditional sit down and write out some cards because that would mean more to me than, and mail them, um, than a gift because it's something personal and handwritten. I see. So make me something. I'll make you something. Yeah. I like to do that. Like, you know? Well, we have nieces and nephews in our fam, so I feel like those are the only people that are going to get gifts. And barely. And barely. Because, like, they're young, so, like, do they really, like, care if it's, like, 
the awesomest thing? No, because they're not going to be able to like thank us or see us in person to kind of be like, oh, this specific gift is from, you know, Uncle Manila. You know what right. I mean? Right, right, right. They're not old enough right. to like kind of distinguish that. To them, they just get presents. It doesn't matter where that's it's it. from. It's just presents. So, mm-hmm. and that's fine for kids, but we grown ass men. So like. <laughs> The older you get, the less, you know, it becomes about that. Now, when I was a kid, I wanted to open up all the presents. Like, that's what it was about for me. Yeah. And as kids should be. But all my nephews and nieces are grown and got kids of their own. So I'm a great uncle. Auntie. Uncle. Auntie. Uncle T. Uncle T. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Um, we have gifts in our inbox, Latrice. Ooh. Oh, yes. We always ex- appreciate all the emails with tips and helpful facts about the shows we review. Um, so you guys can send us uh, uh, emails at latriceandmanila at gmail.com. And we'll, we'd love to read them on our podcast. Latrice, here is, a, uh, here is an email from Kira. Hello, Manila and Latrice. I'm Kira. I'm 21 years old from the lovely Germany. I want to use this email to thank you for the amazing podcast you're doing because it makes me very happy. (laughs) That's why we do it, Kira, to make you happy. Um, uh, I really enjoy your chit chats on Thursdays because I get to learn much more about you. As for everyone else, this year has been crazy for me. This year is the first year that I am comfortable with my sexuality, being a pansexual woman and myself. Thanks to the art of drag and especially to people like you, I have learned to love myself over the last years. Since I live in the middle of nowhere, Germany, I have never been able to go to a drag show because they're all very far away. This year, I had so many tickets to see the dolls, and I'm finally confident to find gay bars and go out and be myself, and then it all got shut down. But you give me hope. Without people like you, I would not have gotten through this year, and I'm so grateful. Do you have any advice on how to completely stop caring about what other people think? I grew up in a village with only 1,200, with 1,200 cisgender heterosexual white people. And even me wearing rainbow clothes or colorful and bright makeup gets me looks and comments. How do you shut those out? Thank you again for being you and continuing to bring me so much joy. Love lots, Kira. Oh, Kira. Well, congratulations on you finding you and... Uh, being able to love yourself and know who you are and how you identify and want to be related to. So I'm glad you found that. But bitch, let me tell you this about giving any fucks about what other people think about you. Like to an extent, you have to realize that what they are feeling about you is really none of your business. But on the other hand, you know, we all looking for that approval and that secret, like, I want to be loved and liked kind of situation. But you can't make sense out of nonsense. So if these people don't see the beauty and your the color that you're trying to bring to their drab, boring, khaki, gray lives, then fuck them. But keep on shining, honey, and let your rainbow be as bright and brilliant as you are. So... Yeah, I I don't too much, too much care. I try to stay in my lane. In fact, 
I created my own lane because the lanes are too small. You know how it is. You know, I needed some double wide action, bitch. I need to come on barreling through, bitch. So she needs space to dance. She did the splits. Yes, girl. So you gotta create your own lane and don't worry about it. They'll either love it or they won't. And it doesn't matter either which way, baby. So Exactly. I, I also think that it's kind of a balance. You know what I mean? Like, we all want the approval of other people. But what's more important? The approval of other people uh, for the way that they want you to be or the approval of yourself for the way that you are? Yeah. And I feel like the more that you uh, learn about yourself and accept yourself and and, and focus on loving that part of you the less it matters at what those other people do, because you know deep down inside that if you love yourself, then it doesn't matter if someone else wants to hate on you for wearing stuff or judging you or whatever. The other thing that I would suggest to Kira is um, when the the people start to chat and it starts to kind of hit you in a personal like place, it's less about what they're thinking of you and more about like, what you are thinking of you. So if someone's saying like, oh, if something says a comment that really gets to you, it might be like someone saying a comment that you might be saying to yourself. You understand? Mm -hmm. It might have sparked a little something, insecurity or some lurking feelings that you might have about yourself that has been exposed. And yeah, yeah, and you don't like it. Um, That's a very good point, Manila. Yeah, self-reflection. But, you know, either which way, you take that, you take that, internalize it, and then you make the decision whether you love that part about yourself or you don't love that part about yourself. And you're the editor, you're the writer, you're the commander-in-chief of your life. And so, ultimately, what you say goes, and the others will get on board or get off, bitch. So... Just be you and be happy and, and and true to yourself. That's the most important thing. Yeah. And you know what? Like, it's the trade-off. If, you, if you're going to be, like, the, you know, colorful, outgoing, and express yourselves in ways that are different from other people, you're going to get the looks. It's just how you're it gonna, is. Yeah, that's it. You're you don't, different. You're going against the grain, girl. You don't think that when I step out in of my apartment building and I get on the elevator all up and drags all my geesh in, in, in tow... That, like, people, like, look at you. Yeah. You might get bad looks. You might get good looks. But you're getting looks. And, you you're know, what? you're just. Them. Yeah. You but should know. about how you like, feel. If you feel <laughs> sickening and you know you are done, it don't matter about the bad looks. Because you know that you're getting paid either which way right now. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. If you're not dressed or looking like the other people and you're getting the looks, then, yeah, that's that's the whole point. That's the whole point, right? Like, if you wanted not to get looks and be and blend in, you could blend in. That's that's the that's and that's, that's it. not what we're trying to do. So um, be you, Kira. Sickening. Be sickening, Kira. Be sickening. Oh well, we have one more, um, and we'll we'll we have another little letter email, and I'll we're gonna read it right after this short commercial break. We'll be right back. Chop the chop, 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 chop the
And we are back. Woo, we're going to get into this email that we got from Candy. Oh, hi, Candy. Dear goddesses of drag, Manila and Latrice, writing you to, uh, to possibly hear your opinions on a current issue I'm dealing with, I found over the years that I'm only romantically attracted to virgin men. Oh. I can <laughs> I can still be very much sexually attracted to all kinds of men, but when it comes to thinking about a relationship, I can only find virgin men appealing. It has nothing to do with the idea of purity or anything like that, and I'm not much of a prude when it comes to sexual topics. Being a virgin myself, okay, could be the, uh, could this be why, uh, the way I, well, I'm sorry. Being a virgin myself, could this be a way of my mind trying to keep my feelings safe in some strange way? I love to hear you two chop it up every week, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Sincerely, Candy, 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 Candy. Um, she so likes, you a virgin. She a virgin, but she, well, I first of all love it. She's like, oh, I, I. I don't know. Like until you said that you were a virgin, I was like, okay, so she wants to, you know, seduce these men's, I guess. But yeah, it makes sense if she's a virgin, she would, you know, want someone that will be in the same boat, maybe someone that she can relate to. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 they, you know, it, it, there's an ideal of both being the first, you know, losing their virginity to each other is a romantic fantasy you know and i could see that but the fact that she's saying relationship wise and romantically like you have you uh, had other relationships that weren't i don't know sexual i don't get you know what i mean like if you're a virgin and you only you, you like virgin men but you can still see yourself being with someone who has been soiled. <laughs> um, okay, I think I'm following it a little bit better now. Yeah, I get it. I'm tracking it better. Well, it seems like to me... Tell us the truth. Ultimately, Tell us. it seems like to me, ultimately, she would ideally want the fantasy of losing her virginity to another virgin and it being their first. But... If that fantasy did not work out, she could see herself still, you know, doing it with somebody who had already did it with somebody who's been tainted. And, you know, but it's not her first Tainted? Tainted? (laughs) Tainted love. Whoa. Tainted love. (laughs) Well, Uh first of all, I don't know how old Candy is. I mean, if if, if she's like young and she's like maybe like 19 or 20, I, I, you know, I'm going to have some advice. But if she's like a 50 year old woman, um, that I might have some other advice. The fifty-year-old virgin. Oh my 50 god! Year old, I, mean, I don't know. Candy didn't Just tell us her age. But, well, I hope it. <laughs> but you know, I think that maybe, yeah, I think that definitely, like, there is something that's in your mind that's making you like lean this way because you have to realize that, like, once you once you do it. You ain't virgins anymore, and then there's nothing else to kind of like. There's there's That's nothing to work it. with anymore. So yeah, I think you need <laughs> to kind of uh, yeah, bang it out, and then like we'll, we'll find <laughs> we'll find out if it can work afterwards. 
And I'm just saying, I'm all the one for auditions, honey. I don't want to find out later after we get all invested and stuff that you're horrible and bad. No, it's not the only thing. But, bitch, when it is the thing that you need to do and you want to do it right. And I don't got time to be like, mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Candy, I, I don't know. Um, now, I'm not going to, like... Uh, uh, people's thought, uh, people's ideas of vir- virginity vary from person to person. And I know that, like, a lot of us are raised to, like, really cherish this because we should be ready to lose our virginity. Some of us should be waiting for the right person to lose our virginity. Some of us have to wait until we're married for to, for that person to be the right person. Um... My advice is just get it done and get it over with, honey. Like, damn. <laughs> of course, you because asking it, the wrong person yeah, right here. Girl, this, this, I, my <laughs> thing is just like get it done because, like, I remember like when I lost my virginities. There's, Did I had, you lose it? No, I pretty much gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I had put it up on eBay. I, I was put the highest bidder. I, I, oh, okay. I'm like, did you Candy, lose it, I think that I think that um, I know a lot of us put so much pressure on our virginity, and you know we hold it at this like high pedestal, and then when we kind of finally like lose it, we realize oh like that wasn't that that bad, or like that was not was I was expecting, or I had all these yeah, expectations of what it was supposed to be. Yeah, it that's didn't meet it, and all of a sudden now I'm like feeling like, oh, that was like I've wasted saving that. Now you gotta, now you gotta do it again. So you gotta do it again and, <laughs> and again and again and again and again and again. And that's how you become a slut and a whore. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's how that happened. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't like. I I don't know what my advice to um, Candy is actually. Well, Kenny, you know, I'm not trying to tell you, you know, what to do, but I'm just saying that, you know, for you, your values and uh, self-worth are, uh, like, you can't put a price tag on that. I mean, some people do, like, they sell their virginity. I mean, that's a thing, too. Like, hold it for the highest bidder. Mm-hmm. Memories but of then, a geisha, darling. Yeah, you know I mean, but where, where, where's the love and the romance and the, the real connection? So, yeah, you want to make sure that you're connected to the person that you're going to give yourself to, I would say. And don't put so much pressure on the fact that if they are a virgin or not, let that be secondary to um, the connection that you might have because you might be missing out on some really good, amazing people. um, And some really amazing, good fuck session. Yeah, bitch. So, like, even... (laughs) Yeah, because I think that, I think that, like... I think because finding out that Candy is also a virgin, I think that like we, I think that maybe you've gotten into your mind and you've kind of like set this expectation that you have to wait and it's got to be like this pure or, or some, something like that. But sexual attraction is a lot more about what's going on in your head. And then that in that, that connection you have with someone. So I, I, I do believe that maybe it's because you, uh, Candy is also a virgin that she, she wants that experience to be shared in like with someone in a similar fashion. So go find yourself a virgin, go lose it. And then, you know, 
you can move forward from that point, I feel like. You surely can. you like, <laughs> okay, we both didn't know what we were going to do, and now let me find a professional. <laughs> so, yeah. Exactly. Find yourself a version and then see how that works out. And then if it don't, then you know that you need to move on to a professional like Manila. So. You <laughs> <laughs> are Also, know that, like, you know, you can be a born-again virgin. So, like, if you do lose your virginity, you could always, like, save up for a new one. Okay? Yeah, it's yeah. true. <laughs> You can save up, and it, which is easy to do during a global pandemic. Let me just tell you that right now. If you don't have someone living so in your true. house that you can fuck on a regular basis, you're going to turn into a virgin again. Trust. <laughs> uh, Latrice, it's been a fabulous week, and uh, there have to be uh, your tops and your chops, your moments of a pure ecstasy and joy. And then the th- things that you like were like, oh God, this guy could have done without this week. Latrice, what happened this week that you want to give the chop to? Oh my God. You're not ready for this. Okay, I don't know, man. Let me get my tea. Let me sip it. <laughs> You're not ready for this. Okay, I did say that the tree is up, correct? Okay. But it wasn't always. Uh, what had happened was, so. <laughs> Oh, God, it's so horrible. So I get the tree delivered. Uh, it was like maybe three days ago, three, four days ago, whatever. They delivered the tree. I had a stand from last year that we thought would fit this tree. Obviously, this tree is significant, uh, significantly bigger, larger than the tree that we had previously. Yes, girthier, as you said. Girthier. So when the guy came to deliver it, he was like, oh, this stand, yeah, this is for like a nine or 10 foot tree, but mm, it might, it might hold. It might hold. Oh, I already, okay. I already smell disaster okay. happening right now. So I, um, we get the tree up, it's sitting, whatever. I get the lights. I start lighting the tree. I spend the entire day on Wednesday lighting the tree. That's just like putting this. How many strings of lights did you put on this giant I used tree? One, two. I think I maybe like ten strands of light. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it's yeah, it's a lot. It's lit. And so <laughs> Tim comes over on Thursday morning and starts, you know, decorating and doing and putting the zhuzh on it and. He has put the last, you know, tucking the ribbing into the last little place. And I hear, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And I come out and I see, like, in slow motion, the tree falling and crashing to the floor. Timber, bitch. (laughs) Timber, the fucking bear, bitch. What? Ornaments everywhere. Crushed glass. Just, oh, my God devastation so it's obviously thanksgiving day and we're like oh my god is the tree lot people open because we need a new stand because the stand completely broke like the oh it snapped it snapped she broke and so (laughs) bitch i called up and she was there miss stephanie i was like girl she's like how you doing i said i could be a little better right now i said the tree stand broke and i need a new one so she had another one a big old large one, so we went over and picked it up and got a new stand, got the tree back up, and then Tim had to, we had to regroup, smoke a couple of blunts on that one, 
and um, yeah. But she's up and she's in all her majesty and Tim turned it and it's beautiful now. So Did you break any like favorite ornaments or like No girl, none of them are favorite because girl, they I never had none before. Like we just now starting to really do Christmas. So Oh, okay. Um, oh yeah. So, okay, so like there's so, no like, oh, I got this, you know, from oh, like yeah, no, 1986 no, no, and mm, she's been in the family. Okay, so no, just no, just some like generic glass balls. Generic Amazon glass balls, you know. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon balls. <laughs> Love me some Amazon balls. Amazon Prime balls. Ship to you the next day. What's your chop, girl? Um, I, I think the fact is, is that like my chop is uh, like I'm having this anxiety because the holidays are coming up. So, you know, like productions we were talking about last week, productions are starting to come back in order, but I am so scared because, you know, like, Oh, I'm starting to like get like a little booking here, a little like, Oh, do a little project there. But I'm scared because now COVID cases are like at an all time high. And I'm like (laughs) so nervous to like leave my house now. Yep. Um, but so I'm, I'm trying to be like brave about this, but like I have some more COVID tests that are scheduled and I'm just, I don't know. I, I just, I'm afraid that like, I'm going to be like, I'm, I'm nervous that like, you know, just because like all the shopping and grocery stores and going out and seeing a random friend here and there, like, I'm like afraid that like, I'm going to lose up, lose this gig because I'm going to do a test and it's going to come back like, oh girl, you got the Rona. So that's no. what's making me nervous. Not, not, not that I'm feeling like feverish or, you know, I still have all my tastes because I ate all of Thanksgiving. So it's probably <laughs> not going to be the case. But, you know, like, I just get worried. I don't know. I guess I guess I get I psych myself out. Well, we both do that. I have a, a tendency to do that because I'm a punk, too, when it comes to the vid, honey. I'm not trying to. Yeah, especially when you have like a paycheck that's waiting for you to just like, hey, show up to this gig in in drag, and, you, and you can we'll get the money. Oh, yeah. yeah, but first yeah. you have to do a COVID test, and you're like, oh, yeah. okay, right, sure. Oh, okay. I hope I pass this so I can get that paycheck because. <laughs> like, gee, I hope I get it. Uh, gee, I I, gee, I, I hope it. I get it. I hope I get it. <laughs> or oh, I don't get it. I hope I don't get it. I don't get it. I hope yeah, I don't right. get it. <laughs> <laughs> what about your top moments, Latrice? Uh, my top moment was everything coming together this uh, yesterday and last night and really having a wonderful evening with very close family, uh, friends, and a very small, intimate uh, gathering. And we laughed and talked and talked shit and ate and did what we... And it was the creation of a new new tradition for my household so um wonderful so that that's my top is to new traditions um for the holidays i am the same way like this is the first holiday season where i'm not going on tour so i can literally enjoy my holiday season like the way i'm supposed to enjoy it because like i feel like um every other year i'd be on a christmas tour oh yeah same um, every, like uh, every year for the last few years, I've done like a Christmas song. So I've like done a Christmas music video that goes along with it, which means that I had to start recording my music and making the video 
back in as early as like August or September. So by the time Christmas would come around, I was just so full, like done. It was like already out of my system by the time it was like November that I was just like, ugh. So this year is actually like the first year that we got a tree in our apartment. See, see, yay. She, yay. Uh, you might have a big, thick, girthy tree, but ours is a pencil dick. It's just tiny because we have a little apartment. I don't got space for no big tree. So it's a really skinny one. Um, I don't have any ornaments because my husband's like, we aren't going to buy ornaments. We bought a tree. We're just going to hang your uh, drag jewelry on the tree. Oh, that's fabulous. So That's a great idea. I thought about that too. Uh, yeah, because I didn't want, I was like, well, we got a tree. It was on sale. Let's like save money. And like, I have one Pathetic string of lights. <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch a of bracelets off. hanging off my tree. That's fabulous. A drag dropping tree, honey. We love a good old drag dropping tree. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's my top. What works? Thick on And that's our tops and our tops for this Thursday. Remember, on Tuesdays, we are hot. We have our movie club, and we are watching Mommy Dearest. Um, so this weekend, go watch it so you can, uh, you can, you know, join us on our conversation about this movie. Yeah, I love it. Another cult classic. Mm-hmm. Can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. Thank you all so much for listening to The Chop. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe to our show. And please rate and review us on your podcast app. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. And remember to email us at latricemanila at gmail.com. And we might read your email on the air. Mm-hmm. You can follow us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. And we'll f- see you next week and find out who or what gets the chop. Forever. To listen to The Chop ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Duzon. Produced by Big Dipper. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Bally. Alaska Thunderfuck. Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio. And Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.